Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Tess. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yaakov Eliezer ben Zalman Zev, whose yard site was on Friday, Mesashem, on the 3rd of Teves, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, and Yentafradlbas Rabbi Shuaye. Harini Kaporas Mishkovon and Lili Nishmas Zahavaleya Bas Rabavron, Tsipkorifka Bas Rabhilel, and all those that need uh, an Aliyas Nishama. And for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Khana Baskalya, Rochel Baskalya, Noyenachoma Baskalya, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, David ben Behia, Shendel Basleya, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Sari Yehudis Bas Soro, Avi Gilano Bas Yispendel, Sarochu Bas Yispendel, Gitigenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Tuvietzi Ben Chayaliza, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Soro Bas Hadasa, David Leib Ben Shena, Avi Gael Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Fruma Bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya Bas Estamindel, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha Bas Perel, Hindesheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Soraleya, Binyomen Yitzchok Ben Libo, Moshemendel Ben Leia, Lei Ben Zhenya, Shlomo Ben Rifkesprinza, Malki Hinda Bas Kreindel, Bis Yoishua Ruven Ben Chanester, Besor Shacho Yisrael. Rav Nosson Zalnel begins a discussion on the holiday of Purim, relating it to chapter 14 in Likud Yemaran, which our halach is based on, and related to what we've been learning till now. Purim. Ki homon Homon displayed major arrogance. as the Gemara points out in Megillah. Verodav, he had everybody bowing. He was comfortable having everybody bowing down to him. Verodav Mordechai, and he persecuted Mordechai. Ad Hashmid to the point where he wanted to annihilate the Jewish people. because Haman is a descendant of Amalek. Shehu Mardus who Hashem has designated throughout the generations as a, a whip for, for Klal Yisrael, chas v'shon. V'hu ikr He represents the essence of the tuma of the original snake. Shemishom kol hamenios, which is the source of all the obstacles and challenges that we encounter. Haboim mebechinas pegam habegodim, which come from clothing that's soiled, bechinas begodim tsoyim, as the, the Novi refers to garments that are soiled with waste matter, shenimshach <clears throat> michet which originates <coughs> from the original sin of odomarishon, sheikar pegamo yehoya bahagodim, where the Torah tells us that one of the main Damages that was caused by the Eitz Hadas was damage to the garments. Kamei as the Torah tells us, Hashem said to Odom Arishoyim, 
Who revealed to you that you're naked, that, that it's an issue? Hamin ho'etz, did you eat from that tree that I told you not to? Because prior to that, they were cloaked in light, heavenly light, divine light, and they didn't need any clothing. Shemishom nimsha homon, and homon comes from the Eitz Hadas. Kamoisham Rabbi Senusal, as the Gemara says, where do we find homon mentioned in the Torah? This exact pasuk that we just quoted, Hamin ho'etz, the word Hamin is the letters homon. <laughs> Rav Nelson Zal says, and now you understand the wording of the Gemara also, when the Gemara says, Homon, from the Torah, where do we know him? The Gemara uses that wording from the Torah, because what empowers Homon is the Torah. Hainu, from the letters of the Torah that got mixed up, as we explained in the previous Shurim, in this halacha, as a result of the sin of Toivara, who ate from the Eitz Hadas, which was a mixture of good and bad. And in addition, Homon, the Sitrachra, draws, draws power from the sins of each and every person. And with this we understand what the Torah tells us after Haman came and attacked the Jewish people. After we left Egypt, the Pesach says, Ki yod al ko, Hashem places his hand, kaviyocho, on his throne in, in the form of swearing. Milchomol Hashem ba'molek midor dor. That Hashem swears that He will wage war against Amalek from generation to generation. Shenishba Hakodesh Bohu, Hashem has sworn, Shein Shmoi Sholem, Vein Kisa Sholem, Sholem, Ad Sheimoche Zechra Amalek. That Hashem's name is incomplete. Note the word Ko, not Hashem's standard name, Yud Hey and then Vav Hey. And also the kisei is not complete. It says case instead of kisei. Hashem's name is not complete and Hashem's throne is not complete so long as Amalek is around. Ki hanafoshois shemeskarvin nikroim palga. Rabbeinu Salovedi in chapter 14 in the Kutimran tells us that those souls that are far, far from Hashem and they're starting to come close they are referred to as half. Because they're still far away. They still have to overcome all the major obstacles that they're going to face that are the result of their soiled garments, as a result of their sins. Those soiled garments are the result of the Tuma of Homon. Amalek. And therefore Hashem swore that Hashem's name is not complete and His throne is not complete. So that Hashem is in this state of half. <coughs> Until 
every last vestige of Amalek will be wiped out. The Isbatlu Hamanias and the obstacles will be eliminated. The Istaknu Hanafoshois Shainbabhinas Palga. And those souls who are in this state called half will get their complete tikkun. Kikol Nafshois Yisrael Klulim Bishmoyis Barach. Because all of the Jewish souls are connected to Hashem's name. Vicholzman Shiesh Zuama Samolek, Shemishom Kol Hamanios. And so long as the Tumor of Amolek is still active, which is the cause of all obstacles, <coughs> which, are, which is what causes these souls to be in this state of half, they're not yet fully connected to Hashem. So too Hashem's name is divided. It's incomplete, it's half. Because the Torah tells us that Hashem is with us in our suffering, in our <coughs> in our pain. And as the Yerushalmi points out, Hashem's name is connected to our names. So when we are incomplete, Kaviyochel, it's reflected in Hashem's name. And therefore, the main tikkun for the threat of Haman was through Mordechai Atzadik, Shekora Esbegodov, whereby we're told in the Megillah, when Mordechai heard what was going on, he tore his garments. Velovash Sak and when he heard the decree to wipe out the Jewish nation, and he dressed himself in sackcloth and ashes. Because Mordechai knew and understood that the damage that's reflected when the Jews are, are behaving improperly is reflected especially in the garments, in the clothing. And, and the, we're told, the Torah tells us that Mordechai Tzadik went out in the city of Shushan and he cried out a major bitter cry. Because there is no other solution when a person is experiencing the major obstacles and challenges that are the result of these soiled garments other than for the person to humble themselves to the ground, ad offer, to, to the dirt. And to remove our garments that reflect arrogance, because the Gemara tells us that the respect of a person is, the, is reflected in their clothing. And to scream to Hashem a major, major bitter outcry, as Mordechai did. Until Hashem will look down upon us from heaven and, and bestow His kindness upon us. As we find Mordechai Tzadik succeeded through the incredible miracle of Purim, that everything turned around completely for the benefit of the Jewish people. 
ומרדכי יוצא מלפני המלך בלבוש מלכוס, תחילס וחור אטרס. The Pesach says that after Haman was defeated completely, Haman and his family, Mordechai HaTzadik went forth from the king dressed in beautiful royal garments of Tcheles. Bechinas tikun halavushim vabegodim, which tells us that there was a major tikun, a major correction for the garments. Bechinas Tcheles shebetzitzis. We find by Mordechai mentions Tcheles, alluding to the tcheles and the tzitzis, which is a very holy item, sheheim iker tikun habigodim, which is the main tikun for all of our clothing. Ki tzitzis heim bechinas klal kol chidushe toira, shemetzarfen hatzadikim letoiva, bishvil tikun hanafoshes kanal. Because tzitzis represents also all of the revelations of toira, which the true tzaddikim reveal in order to repair all these souls that come to them. Because tzitzis is referred to as the holy rabbinical garment. And now we understand that when the Torah presents all the laws of Kilayim, as we learned in the previous year in Parshas Kiseitze, it says right next to it, Gedilim Tasselach, make tzitzis for yourself. Shenichtav Eitzel Parshas Kilayim, ki tzitzis heim tikun bechinas Kilayim. Because we had learned earlier that Kilayim represents Kilayim of clothing and any type of Kilayim represents the pigam of Amolek, of our sins, the soiled garments, the wrong type of mixture, whereas tzitzis is the tikkun for that. Kilayim represents all the different obstacles that are the result of, of soiled garments. Question in the chat. Question in the chat. But in, in chapter 14 in the Kutimran, which this halach is based on, Rabbi Nezal says there that the soiled garments that prevent a person from coming close to holiness are the result of a person's own sins. Then why does it say here that these garments are personified by Homon, who's an external force? What causes us to commit sins? The, the Sotan, the Yetzirah, who is synonymous with Homon. They're both on the same team. They're both on the same side. Homon draws his power from our sins, and, and Homon uses his power to get us to do more sins, to put all kinds of obstacles and challenges in front of us to block us from coming close to Hashem. Based on chapter 14 in the Kutimran and based on what we're learning here, we can understand why the Gemara tells us that one of the names of Mordechai HaTzadik that's used in the Torah is he's called Psachya. 
Mordechai was a member of the Sanhedrin, and he was the opener. He was highly respected. Poiseach means to open. He would open the words of the, the rabbis of the Sanhedrin, and he would darshan, he would clarify the Torah, the laws of the Torah. Because as Rabbi Nezal shows there in the Moran, the main tikkun for all of this is the great tzaddikim who study Torah properly. And this is what played a major role in bringing about the powerful miracle of Purim. And so too, this is repeated every single year around Purim time in order to defeat the Tumor of Amalek. Through the true tzaddik, who is like Mordechai, who opens up the words of the Torah and clarifies them. The true tzaddik is always opening up. All of his discussions are all using the letters of the Torah and clarifying them, revealing new clarity to the Torah. And the tzaddik puts together the letters of the Torah to reveal incredible new insights in the Torah. Based on the needs of the generation and based on each and every individual person and based on where they're at and based on when all of this is taking place. And the tzaddik in revealing these revelations of Torah by doing this, he activates, he turns on the letters of the Torah, he turns on their light, which is the roots of the, all the Jewish souls. All the Jewish souls are rooted in the letters of the Torah. Remember the word Yisrael, which means the Jewish nation or an individual Jew, the, makes up the first letters of Yesh, Shishim, Ribui, Oisis, La Torah. There are 600,000 letters to the Torah, and the 600,000 souls are wired, are connected to these letters. So when the tzaddik uses the letters to bring forth new revelations in Torah, by doing this he activates, he turns on the light that feeds the souls that are attached to those letters. Shezeu bechinas to enable those souls to do a real tshuva. The Gemara, Rabbein Esau, the only Kutman quotes a Gemara, where the Gemara says, why is it that there are Talmud Chachamim whose children are not Talmud Chachamim? And the Gemara answers, because these Talmud Chachamim did not bless the Torah first. And there are many interpretations of what those words mean. Rabbein Azal interprets it to mean that these Sadiqim didn't draw a bracha into the Torah that they studied, meaning that by their studying Torah properly and with purity and with all the qualities that these true Sadiqim have, they turn on a light 
in the letters of the Torah that's able to feed light to the souls that are connected to those letters and motivate them to do tshuva. Because Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 14 in the Kutim Ram, She'ikar his oirus ha-tshuva, She'at tzadik mo'oyre nafshos Yisroel ha-tshuva, Hu'alidei she'oisek batoyra b'kidusha kazois, At she'mo'oyre sharoshei nafshos Yisroel ha-meshuroshem boisies ha-toyra. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the Kutim Ram, that one of the most powerful things that energizes Jewish souls and gets Jewish souls to be motivated and inspired to do tshuva is when a tzaddik, when a true tzaddik studies Torah with such holiness to the point where he turns on, he activates the, the roots of the Jewish souls who are rooted in the letters of the Torah. And through this, the tzaddik infuses them with a motivation to do tshuva. And this is tied into what we said earlier, that the Gemara says one of the names of Mordechai in the Torah, he's called Psachia, because he opens up the words of the Torah and darshans them. Poiseach daiko. Note the word poiseach, opening up the words of the Torah. What does that mean, opening up? She poiseach umaschil umaoirer his noitzitzus oisios He opens up and activates the light, a, a bright spiritual light that, that's in those letters of the Torah. She mushroshem bem kol nafshos Yisrael, which all Jewish souls are rooted in those letters. And the tzaddik takes those letters of the Torah and reveals new ideas, new explanations of the Torah based on the generation and based on what's going on at that time in Klal Yisrael. To the point where by doing this, the tzaddik infuses the Jewish souls with a, an inspiration to do tshuva. Umelamdom das And the tzaddik teaches his students true knowledge and wisdom and gives deep, wondrous advice that, that the people need through his revelations of Torah and in his revelations of Torah. Ad until the tzaddik succeeds in repairing all of those souls. This is what the miracle of Purim is about. Which was brought about through Mordechai. Whereby the, the Gemara tells us that the Jewish people at that time went through a new acceptance of the Torah and a commitment to, to really fulfill the Torah properly. As it says, Kimu v'kiblu. They, they accepted and fulfilled. Kabel means to accept, Kimu means to kayem, to fulfill. As the Gemara points out in Shabbos, page 88, And all of this was brought about 
by Mordechai Hatzadik opening up, opening up the letters, opening up this light, the bright light in the letters, and thereby feeding new energy, new light into the Jewish souls that are connected to those letters to inspire us, to inspire them and motivate them to do tshuva. Any questions, please? Question in the chat. On Purim, it seems that tshuva preceded a certain very high level light, which is Mordechai Hatzadik, which 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 is what Mordechai Hatzadik had revealed. There was fasting and crying out to Hashem. So this petich of Otiot Hatorah came after, not before tshuva was done. Not not the case. <coughs> Mordechai Tzadik was teaching Jewish children the whole time. When Haman was given the instructions by Achashverosh to go dress Mordechai in, in the royal clothing, Mordechai was, was teaching Torah. He was a rabbi, and he was a member of the Sanhedrin. So he was teaching Torah all along, throughout his whole life. He, it, it climaxed at the time that this miracle is taking place. It's not that what well, when this story happened, Mordechai started darshaning Torah, started teaching Torah. Paragraph Yudbeis. Fialkein also homon eitz gavoya chamishimamo litlois es Mordechai olav. And based on again, based on the chapter on the Kutimran, based on what we're learning here, we'll understand why Homon prepared a scaffold that was fifty amos high on which to hang Mordechai. Ki klal kol oisiz ha-toyrah, shehim klal Yisroel, shoroshe nishamoiz kanal, kulam klulim b'chamishim sharebina. Because all of the letters of the entire Torah and all of the Jewish souls are connected to the 50 levels of bina. V'yalkein nitno ha-toyrah b'yoyim ha-chamishim, shushvuz. And this explains why the Torah was given to the Jewish nation on the 50th day, which is the holiday of Shavuos. Ve'ikr hu shar ha-chamishim shehu shoyresh kol oisius ha-Torah. Ve'kamuvan medivar ha-Besenuzal. And out of the 50 levels of Bina, the most important one by far is the 50th. As, as the Gemara points out, on the Pasuk, Vatechasreu ma'at me'eloikim that Moshe Rabbeinu was missing a drop from Hashem, Kav Yochel. Shem Moshe hisig arboim v'tisha she'orim chutz mishar ha'chamishim. The Gemara tells us there, what this is referring to is that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49 of the 50 levels of Bina. Ki hu shoyresh ha'koel. Because the 50th level is the source of everything. And although it was not given to Moshe Rabbeinu while he was living, still, Moshe Rabbeinu was drawing from there. All the revelations of Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu revealed were coming from that 50th level, even though Moshe Rabbeinu didn't achieve it completely. The, the Arizal reveals that during his lifetime he didn't achieve it. 
But in, when he passed away, when a tzaddik passes away, he goes much higher. The Torah tells us he's buried on Har Nevo, on a mountain called Nevo. And the Arizal says the word Nevoi is Nun Boi. The 50th was achieved in it. And also the word Neshama, the word Neshama is the letters Moshe Nun. That in bodily form, in physical form, he didn't achieve the 50th level. But as a Neshama, he did. And the main repair for all of those who are poigim, who damage the letters of the Torah, which is our roots, and, and thereby become distant from the letters of the Torah, their main tikkun and tshuva comes from the 50th level, Shehu Shoyresh HaTshuva, which is the source of tshuva. Shehi Bechinas Bina, which is the sphere of Bina. Bechinas Yom Kippur. Shehu Bechinas Yoivel. Shehu Bechinas Shnas HaChamishim. Corresponding to Yom Kippur, which is also the concept of Yoivel, because Yoivel begins on Yom Kippur, which, which, which is, and Yoivel is the 50th year. Bechinas Shar HaChamishim Shel Bina which corresponds to the 50th level of Bina. We're told <clears throat> that there are 50 levels of Bina and there are 50 levels of Tshuva. And Tshuva and Bina go together. There are many proofs to it. One of the proofs is there's a Pasuk, Ulevovo Yovin Vishov Verofaloi. His heart will understand and he will repent and he'll be cured and healed. So Tshuva and Bina are both 50, 50 levels. And therefore, once again, this makes it perfectly clear to us that the main solution for those people who require a tikkun is through the true tzaddikim. The true tzaddikim who through all of their Torah and mitzvahs and all of their good deeds, they are zoichet to go all, all the way up there to, towards the 50th level. And to be able to draw revelations of Torah from, from that 50th level. And Rabbi Nassim says, this is what Rabbi Nassim is referring to when he interprets the Gemara that we quoted earlier, where the Gemara says, why is it that Talmud Chachamim, sometimes their children aren't Talmud because they didn't bless the Torah, Tchila, in the beginning. This, this refers to Mordechai HaTzadik, whom the, the Gemara says, he opened, he opened the words of the Torah and clarified them. To open means to, to begin, that batchila. We're referring here to tzaddikim who have the ability to go up to the 50th level. Which is the roots of where the Torah comes from. It's the beginning where the Torah begins from. And 
And it's from there that they draw the light of the, the letters of the Torah, Ad to the point where it results in all types of sinners doing tshuva, <coughs> and it results in people, non-Jews, finding their way into joining the Jewish people. Because the tzaddikim who go up to that high level, to, to the 50th level, by doing that, that gives them the knowledge to know how to infuse light into the Torah at its, at its roots. And to draw from that Shara Hamishim, from that 50th level, to draw incredible revelations of Torah with incredible combinations of letters. In a manner which enables these tzaddikim to guide and direct all those who are very far from Hashem, to guide them and direct them on the true path as is proper for them. This evil, wicked homon was very, very attached to the klipa, to the sitrachra. He was a composite of all 50 levels of, of tuma, shari tuma, shehem keneged shar hachamishim kanal which are the opposing force to the 50th level of holiness. The word tome is bigimatria 50. So that it's impossible to defeat Homon other than through those tzaddikim who are able to go up to the 50th level of holiness. And this is also why when Homon made a lottery, a lottery to try to determine what's the best, most opportune date to destroy the Jewish people, and it came out in the month of Ador, he was very, very happy. Because he was aware and he was hoping that now there's no one in existence who's able to go up to the 50th level like Moshe Rabbeinu and to be able to draw from there, from that 50th level, revelations of Torah that are needed for that particular generation and based on what they're going on through at that time. And therefore he prepared a scaffold 50 amos high on which to hang Haman and to throw him down from there. Because Homon did not believe that Mordechai Atzadik is powerful enough to stand up to such a klipa of Tumor that corresponds to the 50th level of holiness. 
Mordechai Hoyoma Alosoi Govoya Mo'oid Mo'oid. However, the truth is that Mordechai Hatzadik was on a very, very high level. Vikamuva Bekisve Ari, Me Oitsem Gdulas Mordechai. The Arizal reveals a little bit of how great Mordechai Hatzadik was. We know in the 13 attributes of kindness, one of them is Rav Chesed, a multitude of kindness. That's a term used to define Hashem. Mordechai is bigimatria Rav Chesed, the Arizal says. Ki Mordechai, so he was connected all the way on that incredible high level. Ki Mordechai hoyo poiseach bidvorem vedorshem, as we learned earlier. Shehoyo yochoyo lalois lahascholas upsichas ha When it says he was poiseach, it means he was able to go all the way up to the beginning, to the entrance of the Torah, Shehush Torah, which is the roots from where the Torah, Torah begins from, Bechinas Shar Hachamishim, which is that fiftieth level of Bina, and Mordechai Tzadik was in a position to repair the entire Jewish nation by his incredible high-level connection. By his infusing us with genuine thoughts of tshuva coming from that 50th level, to the point where all of us would be inspired to cry out to Hashem. And that's what gave him the ability to take all of Haman's plans and turn it over on Haman's head. And they hung Haman and his children on that scaffold that he prepared for Mordechai. That particular scaffold, which was 50 Amasai. Because Mordechai at Sadiq succeeded in bringing about the downfall of Haman from there, from that, from that 50th level. Through Mordechai's great power, that Mordechai Tzadik was able to draw the the light of the letters from there, from that fiftieth level. Good question. If Moshe Rabbeinu didn't really achieve that 50th level, and we said during his lifetime, how can other tzaddikim? Here it says that they do. They don't necessarily achieve it. They're able to draw from it. There's a big difference. Rabbeinu Zal in a chapter in Likud Imran speaks about the concept of moti v'loi moti, where somebody tries to jump up to a place that they can't grab onto. They can't, it's too high for them to grab onto. They can jump up, they can touch it, or they can hold it for a second, but it's above them to the extent that they can't hold on to it. That's what we're referring to here. That Moshe Rabbeinu, during his lifetime, did not achieve the 50th level, meaning to be able to be there on, on any kind of a permanent basis. But still, he was able to draw from there. And again, a tzaddik of the caliber of Mordechai HaTzaddik, 
who's mamish connected to the 13 attributes of kindness of Hashem, which are associated with Kesed, the, the highest levels, again, Morachai Tzadik was on a level to be able to draw from there, from that 50th level. Paragraph Yud Gimel, V'alkein hoyo hascholas to'usam alidei shelovshu bigdei kahuna besudasam. Rav Nosanzal says again, based on Likute Maran, we can understand now why the Gemara tells us, based on the Megillah, that Achashverosh crossed a red line right in the beginning when he made his fabulous banquet and he decided to wear the garments of the Koyen Godol. Ki Iker HaPegam Noigea Babegodam Kanal. Because as Rabbi Nosanzal shows on Likute Maran, when a person commits sins, the sins are reflected especially on the garments. And this explains why the Koyhain, whose job was to be our messenger to help forgive all the sins of the Jews, through the Koyen's work in the Beis Hamikdash, the Koyen had to wear special clothing, big day kohuna, lechaper ulesakein pegam habegodem atzoyim, in order to repair and and achieve a forgiveness for our soiled garments. Ve'iker pegam habegodem atzoyim hari degeus ve'kovod kanal. And as we learned earlier in previous shurim here. The, the most powerful thing that damages the garments, that soils the garments, is arrogance. And that's why the main damage and the main respect of a person is reflected in their clothing. Because the, the, the main source of gaiva of a person is in the clothing. Whereby clothing at their spiritual source is something on a very high level. Hashem is king and Hashem dresses himself, he clothes himself in Geus, in glory. Again, the term Geus used by Hashem, relating to Hashem, is a holy term. And when a person damages this through their sins, and the person falls into a, a wrong type of arrogance that goes together with the desires, the materialistic desires of this world. We know food is called kavoid. If we talk about putting kibud on the table when a guest comes. Iker pegam hageus The main damage of gaiva and the main reflection of gaiva is in the clothing. Kanira bechush, as we see, Rav Nosson says in real life. Kama vekama oivdem How many people in this world end up forfeiting? Their, their, their life, their future world, as a result of the wild pursuit of wealth reflected in the clothing.
and, and other things, tachshita means jewelry, things like that, all of this chitzonius, these outward things that people dress themselves in to, to project wealth, to project nobility, royalty. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in Sichoi Saran, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, paragraph 100, Al Posig Vatispesehu Bevigdoi. In the Posig where it speaks about Potiphar's wife grabbing, trying to grab hold of Yosef Sadik by grabbing his clothing, his garment. That that's one of the major places where the, the Eitzahara grabs a person. And this is why the Koen Godel wore very, very precious, expensive garments, which were multicolored. The garments that the Koen Godel wore had to be woven from a mixture of, of gold, actual gold, and purple wool, and blue wool, and, and more. The alkulam, hachoshen ve'efoid. And on top of all of those very fine, expensive garments, he had the choshen and the ephoid, shoyobahem avonin toivoy sikoros moid, which had very, very expensive, precious stones, which represented the 12 tribes, upon which were engraved the names of the Jewish people, the tribes, which have 50 letters, the Shvotim. Their names have 50 letters altogether. They represent, the 12 Shvotim represent all the letters of the entire Torah, Sheklulim Bachamishim Sharibina, which are all included within the fifty levels of Bina. Kikuchibrichu Vaoiraisa the Israel Kulachad. Because as we said many times, Hashem, the Torah, and the Jewish people are all one. So the fifty letters of the names of the Chvotim correspond to the fifty levels of Bina of the Torah. And the Koen Godol wore all of this and carried this over his heart. In order to elevate and repair all of the wrong type of attitude towards wealth. Because again, wealth, that's where the main gaiva, unfortunately, affects people. Ubavoinesenu Horabim, and unfortunately due to our many sins, Kishahizgabra Malchus Horishoa, the Higlas Israel, when the evil kingdoms of the of the Goyim rose to power and they che- they evicted the Jews from Eretz Israel, Vitovsu Bagolus Games Big Day Koin Godol and they were able to get hold of the garments of the Kohen Godel, Vinislab Shubohem, and they wore them, Achashveirosh and other Rishoim kings of the Goyim who tried to wear these garments. Savru Sheyesh Lehem Koyach Lechalas Es Yisroel Agamri. 
they thought that now this shows that they have the ability to destroy the Jewish nation completely. And how would they destroy us? Especially by injecting into us a desire for excessive wealth. To get us to have a strong desire for expensive clothing and very expensive jewelry. Since when we're in exile, we don't have a Beis Hamikdosh, we don't have a Koen Godel who can make a Tikkun for all of this. Other Abba, just the opposite. The Sitrachra dress themselves in the clothing of the Koen Godel. And the truth is, the Torah tells us that the Jewish nation was in tremendous danger at that time. However, Hashem's kindness is always present. And Hashem's kingdom rules in every generation. And Hashem sent us this great Sadik Mordechai, who was able to inspire the Jewish people not to give up hope, not to give up on Hashem's kindness, no matter what. And he, got, he inspired everybody to cry out to Hashem wholeheartedly. And, and Mordechai and Tzadik did this, and they also did it. They dressed themselves in sackcloth and ashes. Showing that they despised the expensive, stylish clothing of this world. Which are clothing of excrement. Literally, Rav Nelson Zal says, <coughs> when people, when Jews pursue all the styles that the Goyim are doing in clothing. And that's what turned everything around completely. And they ended up hanging Homon on that scaffold that was 50 amas high. And Moshe Rabbeinu was able to extract and remove from Homon all of his wealth and transfer it into the realm of holiness. Kamashikosov, as it says at the end of the Megillah, Vatosem es Mordechai al Beis Homon, that the, the king and Esther Malka placed Mordechai at Sadik in charge of the house of Homon. And that's when Mordechai at Sadik went forth <coughs> from the king dressed in all of this royal clothing. And one, 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 of, the straight, one of the forms of, of thread that was used in the clothing was tcheles, being alluding to the tzitzis, the power of tzitzis. Which is the tikkun for our clothing. And so too by Esther Amalka. It says in the Megillah, when she went to Siach Hashverosh, it says, Vatilbash Esther Malchus, that Esther dressed herself in royalty. Because that's the main tikkun, is the tikkun of the clothing.
until the Jewish people at that time achieved such a victory against all their enemies in the kingdom of Ahasuerus, the t- such a tikkun which whereby they were given permission to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash and to return the holy garments of Kahuna to their proper place. And Rav Zal says, now we'll understand why in another place in the Torah it speaks about these soiled garments where it's speaking about the Koen Gotel at that time, who was Yahushua, <clears throat> during the time of Zechariah Novi, Ki hu hoyo harishon shoyetzorech l'shamesh bebayis sheni. Yahushua Koen Gotel was supposed to be the first Koen Gotel to serve in the second Beis HaMikdosh. Umachmas toikev hagolus nichshel ubonov. However, unfortunately, because the Jewish people were in such a severe exile during the 70 years that Nebuchadnezzar put us into exile. <coughs> the sons of Yehoshua, Koen Godel, ended up messing up to the point where as a result of their sins, the damage of their sins spilled over and affected their father, Yehoshua. And therefore, the whole tikkun of redemption is dependent on the tefillah of the tzaddikim, shem which at that time, after the first base mission was destroyed, was the holy assemblage of 120 tzaddikim, the ansheknesis ardoila, shehispalalu was, they were mispalal then, and they tried to do whatever they could to repair this problem. Until Zechariah Novi succeeded in removing the soiled garments from Yeshua Khan Godel and dressing him in the, the royal garments of Kahuna. Any questions, please? Now we know that the Koyin Godel had garments, two sets of garments. Garments that were called Big Day Zohov, garments of gold. And then he had the pure white linen garments. And throughout Yom Kippur, the Koyin Godel was changing from the gold garments to the white, from the white back to the gold, several times. <coughs> this is mentioned in the Torah, and, and the Gemara expounds on it a lot in Masech Yuma. Rab in the next paragraph, is going to address this issue and tell us a little bit about the dress code for the leaders of Klal Yisrael, how important that is also. We should be to take out all the lessons that we can from this to, to realize how important is our Kesher to the Tzadikim <coughs> and by studying their Chidush Torah. <coughs> To, to get the, the inspiration and motivation that we need to do a complete shuva, which will bring about the final gula. A reminder to everybody that this week, Thursday night, Friday, is the yard site of Rab Nosenzal. It's Asura Beteves, the first day of Asura Beteves. There are opinions that say that Ezra HaSoifer 
also passed away on Asora Bateboys. There's a, there's a debate which day is the date of the passing away of Ezra Sefer. <coughs> and in all the breast of shuls, there will be a Sudas site at night because remember the fast, this is not Tishabov, the fast doesn't begin at sunset. Technically, the fast begins early in the morning. So there are usually Sudas in the shuls, in the breast of shuls, and there are speakers. In Hashem, I'm hoping to be speaking in at least one, maybe two shuls that evening, we'll try to make sure to record words about Rabnosanzal, Yitzhashem. Shusayovanalainov, I'll call Yisrael.